Good morning, Eddie. Happy Friday. Happy Friday. And a long weekend. I hope people get a long weekend. For all I of get... our American listeners, long weekend. And for all of our non-American listeners, I rebel. Go Take Monday off. Monday. Yeah. Enjoy Labor Day. <laughs> Enjoy yourself a good American holiday. The very and... last day of summer. Not according to the solstice eye. Or, how or weather. It. Yeah. But according to how we party. <laughs> according to the Gregorian calendar, we are... We are According to the um, founding fathers. <laughs> John Adams says that, that, so <laughs> that we are all done. We take off our swim trunks and we pop on our Everything little... Everything serious now. Man, when yeah. I used to teach school, when we didn't have fall break, yeah. the, Labor Day, do you know Labor Day is the last holiday before Thanksgiving for teachers if you don't oh, have a fall break? So this is like a run. This is the longest stretch of the school year where you're like, here we go, two full months. With yeah. no two and a half months with no break. I mean, it is it is a long time huh. without a day, a single like not a Monday or a Friday off when in where I taught. That's right. I remember it being a kid Brutal. in school, Labor Day, and the three day week and feeling like, oh, that's right, summer ruled. I still yeah. remember my summer patterns. Yeah. I'm get, getting up, riding my bike to this kid's house. Like yep. we're still doing the summer, th- but this breaks it. Yeah. And then you come back and then Tuesday you go back morning. To school. Yep. And then you're in and in and in until Thanksgiving. Oh, Annie. And it is. And then you don't have you literally don't have another stretch like that because then it's Christmas and then it's spring and then it's uh President's Day or Martin Luther King. And then it's spring break. And then it's I mean, it just like from then oh, on man. out, you've got little chunks, but woo, teachers, I see you. Oh, this if is you don't have a fall break, you're about to go hard in the paint right now. <laughs> oh my gosh. So when will summer in terms of weather actually end for you? Uh, Nashville, I bet we'll go all of September before we're wearing. Well, today actually, whoa, Eddie, why do I start three sentences? I've noticed it everywhere you, in my life this week. Because you've got a fast brain oh, and you've got a brain that's popping up three sentences at a time. <laughs> and, so and, dumb. and those, so sometimes there's just like a little guard there that's saying like, no, you come through the two of you wait. Yeah. No, no, hold on. <laughs> That's and then exactly sometimes, like this morning, this little guard is sipping, and I picture this little guy with a blue hat on and a little yeah. perfect coat on. He's sipping a, a little tiny espresso, and he's not woken up yet, and yep. he just waved them all across. Like, right. come on, and they're like, no, everybody. No, no, no. Um, now I don't even remember what we were talking about. Sorry, weather. Uh, I asked if it was when does it actually oh, stop yes, being when hot? Is it cold cake. Thank you. I heard next week we're supposed to chill off a little bit. I think we're we dip into the low eighties for most of our like. Whew, that is Arctic. Yeah, it's great. It's a great start. That means our mornings will be in the 50s and our hottest oh afternoon will be low 80s. And I bet by the end of the month, we're wearing we're wearing Cardis for sure. What about y'all? Maybe. What's Florida do? Well, I'm already deep in Cardi weather just because of my body type <laughs> and what looks good on me. I like a pair of pants to stop right in the middle of my calves. Oh, um, oh, is, is that is what not- you think a Cardi is? Is, I don't know what I, I don't actually yeah, keep aren't talk, those those keep, shorts that oh those are capris. Uh, <laughs> I think capris. Cardi is like a cardigan, which yeah. is like a sweater. Yeah, but I wanted you to just keep going as long as you wanted to. <laughs> but I do because I do think people can learn from how we back ourselves out of what we know to what we really know, which is capris. Yeah, but also but I do I wanted, know that yeah. you wear capris all the time. You wear capris year round. That's a that's just oh, a well. This body, yeah, I look great you. in them, and it's usually those light colored ones with a lot of zippers. So Eddie, what you're saying is you do believe in wearing capris year round. Yeah, the ones with the little zippers all over them that are sort of that like uh, I don't know what that weather material is. 
Sure. You want to zip them off? <laughs> I do. Okay. I like to not commit to a pant. Am I wearing am I wearing long pants? Am I zipping it off and wearing shorts? Mm. That's how you know. And I'm and I'm speaking purely as a dad male here, because I don't know women's fashion as well as you may think I do. That's how you know you've quit is when you, as a dad, you're wearing in the morning because it's cool out. You're wearing a nice pair of uh, Columbia long pants. And then in the afternoon, you want to unzip the you want to unzip it from the knee down. That's problematic versus a versus problem solving. It that is the problem. That is the absolute definition perfectly of, and I'm glad the watchman let that sentence through because (laughs) that is the definition of dad fashion because when he gets older, it's practicality over uh, attractiveness. (laughs) Yeah. Why do we give dads such a hard time though? Why can't dads just wear what they want to wear? Because just goof on them. Because everybody's a little jealous because you're like, you know what? Actually, it's 60 degrees this morning and there's a chill in the air and I don't want to go change clothing either. And you know what? We're out running errands and in the car real quick after Target, you can transition into a lovely shorts. (laughs) We make fun of it because it's actually really makes sense, but it also is kind of goofy. Yeah, sure, It's sort of like wearing a a phone on a belt clip. Are there a pair of Capri? Are there a pair of Columbia pants that zip off Capri and zip off shorts? Oh, is it? Oh, so it's a double zip. I'm wondering. That's what you need is a zip off fashion capri. Yeah, you need so that when pants I'm getting to to capri that go to shorts. Because I like to wear a mid morning uh, capri, and then <laughs> in the afternoon I like to go full short, but a pretty short short, pretty surprisingly <laughs> short. I Eddie, I was uh, speaking at this virtual <laughs> conference a couple of weeks ago, and mm-hmm. I was looking through all the other men and women that were teaching. Yeah, and one of them, uh, he does a lot. Everyone does a lot of CrossFit. You know, they tell you on their social media if they do CrossFit. Yeah, if they do CrossFit, you know. And he had he kept switching in his CrossFit between very short shorts and very long shorts, <laughs> like like basketball below your knee shorts. And he's probably yeah. sixty, and yeah. and mid thigh shorts. And I was like, for starters, I don't know you at all. You're not my pastor. I don't want to see either of these things, technically. If you want to get technical about it, I don't want to see either of these things. Now, there's a fashionable way to wear a pair of short shorts, but not super short. But there's a way to do like a nine-inch pair of shorts. Oh, my gosh, nine. What a dream. Girls have to pick between three and five. Yeah, my shortest pair of shorts I've ever owned, I own now. And I think they're nine inches. So they come right below my thigh. Like, I can't imagine. Above your knee? Or right yeah, oh, yeah. at your knee? Oh, no, they're a little above. They're above my knee. They're probably, oh, wow. they're probably like two inches or above my knee. But it's not at all like there would be no thigh. There, there's, no, there's, no, there's no moment in my life where my thigh is a, on public display. <laughs> I'm not in a bathing suit. There is okay, no noted. public moment in my life where a, a thigh has been shown, which is a crazy <laughs> thing, right? Okay, <laughs> good. I don't know. The world has never seen my thigh. I could have a tattoo there. Do you? How much money do we have to raise? uh, It wouldn't matter. There's no. We did it once before and saw your arm tattoo. Right, but that's it. There's no other. There's there's nothing else hiding. The only other tattoo I have is very visible. It's on my left arm. Uh, besides the one you showed us. Yeah, yeah, on my forearm. What does your forearm say? 
any uh, to keep talking. It's our hashtag. Right, right during. <laughs> I, was it says I'll tell you the quick story is it says okay. justice mercy humility. Okay. So when I was eight years old, stacked uh, like that, like stacked mm-hmm. on top of each other. No. No, straight in like cursive writing, which okay. is part of the story. Okay. Uh, so the quick story is eight years old at my grandma's house. She's the best, and it has passed away years ago, but she was a real important influence in my life and it spent a ton of time over at her house, grandma and grandpa's house. And she was she would heavy, heavy reader, like constantly be reading. So I would be kind of like floating around in her orbit and she's always in that center chair reading. And I said, what are you reading? She said, I'm reading the Bible. And I don't think I had had like a conscious, like I hadn't heard it before. And she said, do you want me to read it to you? I said, sure. And so the first verse she read to me was, uh, Mike 6, 8, as the Lord require of you, do justice, love mercy, walk humbly with God. Uh, and so... You don't have to tell the story so fast. We don't have anywhere else to be. I'm very interested in the story. I know you are. Sorry, I don't feel I'm a like, need to tell it fast. You don't have to fast. buzz through that Bible verse. That's a very good Bible verse we should hear. <laughs> Thanks. So, uh, so that was the first verse of the Bible that I have ever heard was that Micah 6, 8, oh, wow. or that I have any recollection of hearing. And so it always kind of stuck with me and faith took root as I got older, but I have a very distinct, it's one of the only childhood memories that is that distinct. Like I have other little ones of like walking through Disney and stuff, but I remember sure. that moment. So as she got older, I asked her to, I would, that I was going to, I told her that I was going to tattoo on my arm uh, justice, mercy, humility, and it's in her writing. So oh, I asked, cool. I asked her to write it down a bunch of times, like different markers, different sizes, because I didn't know like how tattoo sizing would work. So this how is how old act- were you when you asked her to do that? When you knew you wanted to do that? Oh, I mean, I was. It was within the last ten years. I know that oh, it was wow. like definitely adulthood. I think I might have had children. Your I know I was lived ma- a long time. I know I was married. Yeah, yeah, she's ripe old age. So. So, but the great thing is, so it's in her writing, which makes me really happy because her writing is like the perfect little swirly ease from birthday cards yeah, growing up. Yeah, it's just yeah. like, you you know how things from your grandparents are. Yep. They're just like very special and it's like special only to you. So I look at it and it's her writing, but also my favorite part of it is I get it done. Very meaningful to me. I, I look at and reference this tattoo in my psyche pretty frequently. Yeah. But when I showed it to her, I thought it was going to be like, wow, look at that. What a what a what a memory we have together. And she was a very docile, gentle woman. Yeah. She never understood why I would possibly do that. She, In she her handwriting like, or tattoo. Yeah, at all. she's like all of it. The yeah. whole thing yeah. is like, so you got a tattoo of the words? <laughs> and so it's my writing. <laughs> You could just tell it was like, uh, oh, I see. This moment was for me. She's yeah. not going to understand why a human. And I got to say, thinking of it from her perspective, if I'm going to tattoo my writing on, if someone's going to tattoo my writing on their arm, there's no point where I settle into that and go, awesome. Thank you. Really? <laughs> it's always like wild. You would me. never get someone else's, you would not love someone else tattooing your handwriting on their arm? Uh, like, I get it as an idea, but it's still wild. It would be wild to see, and it would never, it would just be so crazy. I could see myself not crossing into like, oh, that's a normal thing. Oh, I love, so multiple people have asked me to write tattoos for them, and I think it is so special. I love it. (laughs) 
Oh, Edward, we are having some technical difficulties in the middle of a very important conversation about tattoos. Maybe one of the more important conversations we've had. Yes, we don't have this happen often. Ever. We have good uh, Chad producer. Very good. We're ready to go. This thing. But when the wheels come off the wagon, as they have this morning, they are way off. But I mean, everything is broken. Everything's broken on us trying to record this show. Our pets' heads are falling off. Like it's all. <laughs> so, um, what we were talking about was, I believe, we were talking about tattoos and things, yes, and and sure, I was, sure. and I had expressed to you. I'm not sure. What, listen, people, just be patient. I'm sure you might be hearing the same exact thing again, but we're just in it together now. Yeah, we so, just don't. We we yes. So, and, Edward, what you're saying is, is you would not love if people wrote, use your handwriting to write their tattoo. It's not like I wouldn't. It would just be wild. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's yeah, not love yeah. or not love. It's just like, whoa. Like, I don't know that anybody I know has that permanent a relationship with me outside of mm-hmm. maybe the ones that are in this house right now. That Sure. And even that, I so I, I, get the, I get how it would be wild to her. Have you, hold on. Somebody, wait a second. They just had a realization. Somebody must have done a tattoo of you at some point, haven't they? Or something you said, or your writing, or a book cover. Yeah, yeah. People have asked me to write words for them a lot. <gasps> You're tattooed on someone's body? A lot of people's bodies. Yeah, my not me. It's not my profile. But yes, my handwriting is on a lot of people's bodies. I bet I've written, I've probably written 10 to 15 tattoos. Or what, what people said would become tattoos. What have you, what have you written? Oh, they have me write the word brave a lot. Oh, yeah. Like your like things that you've spoken about. It's not like. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Is it ever been your signature? Um, I don't remember. I don't think so. That it that it could be, but I don't remember it. That I remember is... writing brave a lot. I remember writing hope a lot. The people will have favorite mm. scriptures that they want me to write. No, I so, it. Stuff like that. If I met Wendell Berry and Wendell Berry, like if I could figure out something for Wendell Berry, to, like I would tattoo his writing. So I get that people yeah. I'm, I'm seeing, I'm seeing, yes, I totally get that there. You're an author. Well, I have three tattoos yes. and they're all in different people's handwritings mm-hmm. because they represented to me that particular character trait. So it doesn't surprise me or, or there's a memory attached to why they're the right person to write this tattoo. Mm-hmm. And, and so to me, it, it feels very natural that someone would have an experience with some of my work mm-hmm. that they would go, well, the person who makes the most sense to write this tattoo is Annie because it's her work or her word or her, this thing I heard her say from stage that, that is a mem- memory that's connected to this word I want tattooed. Yeah. I'm going to just do a couple of prefaces. Okay. Listen, if anyone has a tattoo that has anything to, that gets a tattoo that has anything to do with this show, it will not be, it'll be negative attention. So just do not do it. Find other well, more. Well, the problem is we're never going to be in person with anybody ever again. Oh. Womp, womp. So wow. there's no getting us to write our tattoo. Welcome right to the show, Eddie. Nice to have you here. <laughs> oh, that felt good. That warmed me. I also feel alone and trapped. Ooh. <laughs> or not really, but that's where I've usually done them is in signing lines at events. My As people oh, say, Hey, will you write this a few times for me? And I'm like, yeah, of course. lines at events. Oh, we live in a different world. That is amazing. Annie, I, I know. really love, you know, I did one signing line one time and yeah. 
there was no and it was it was an event that I was a part of but other people were the actual reason there was a line like it had just sure. been me and I realized that about a minute in as people were like nicely like going down the line getting people like who they really cared about and then you could tell sure. there was a moment of like oh are you I think I saw weren't you just speaking like you could mm -hmm. tell mm -hmm. that, and that doesn't it doesn't bother me. And when it's a long table and they have to like walk yes. by you, but they have to stop in front of you right. because they, the people in front of them are stopped. Oh, right. Cause they're not going to get to Shauna unless they go through me. Cause I'm <laughs> right. left That's to right. right. I'm before Shauna. And, right. uh, and so I was like, Oh, so I left that table and was like, no, <gasps> I, I just you did. You just I, wouldn't even stay in it. No, I, but I stayed in the room. So I wandered around so that people who we did know each other or maybe had like met on Twitter or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they could around. find you. Right. But then it was like, oh, this this is a lot more normal. Because, right. Uh, because and then it was like you could just tell the tension was alleviated. It's like, yeah, yeah, I know it's Shauna. It just, yeah. We just want to meet Shauna. <laughs> it's been fine. Yeah. Great. That's yeah, yeah, what yeah, yeah, I'd yeah. be in line too. So that's a great idea. Right. And, right. And I'll just chit chat. Yeah, um, that's right. <laughs> So, but that is my ultimate uh, I really miss signing lines. Uh, yesterday, we were looking at venues for events yes. at work, and we all were like, that's cool, that's cool, like just looking at some different things. And and then we we're like, oh, man, I want to go back out on the road. Mm -hmm. I want to go to churches, and I want to meet people, and I want to <laughs> hug in line. And, oh, man, I miss it so much. My friend Richard, I was uh, on the phone with him yesterday, and he and Richard I. Roar? Uh, it was Richard for no <laughs> close personal friend. We were talking about the nature of consciousness, um, and also <laughs> outside of that, we were talking about my friend. We were talking about traveling, and he just said like he would watch some movie, and there was just some throwaway scene of like a, you know a guy walks into a hotel room and puts a suitcase on the bed, and he said that he got a little emotional. Yeah. Just like, oh, I remember suitcase on on bed. Yes. Um, so I feel I feel that very deeply. Yeah. Um, hey, yeah. 18 ish minutes ago, you said we were going to talk about pickling. Yeah. But did you I I know I have some behind the scenes knowledge that you, because of our just really important pickling conversation, you yeah. did it. Didn't you? I did or, or not do it. it. What I said to Bree okay. yesterday is that my goal was going to be to do it last night and I didn't have time. And okay. so I will do it this weekend so we can for sure talk Tuesday about pickling. Here's what I'm going to tell you. Uh, oh, great. Farmer's market. We get the farmer's market, uh, like the weekly box of stuff. And you don't know what's sure. going to be in it. A CSA of sorts. Yes. Yes. That's what it is. Yeah. Great local yep. farm. And so it's fun because you open it and you're like, well, the clock is ticking. I've got to figure out what to do with this thing. That's that right. I've never that's used. Right. And so... We've done a pretty good job with it, but we did. Uh, but one of them was there was this bag of like these kind of peppers that they look they're like they're going to be spicy, like jalapeno peppers. They're that kind of yeah. size, but they're not spicy. They taste a lot like a green pepper. They don't have that kick in them. Okay. Okay. I don't know what it's called. And I don't either. I don't like peppers. But I was like, I'm. But we've got them two weeks in a row. So the first week we like roasted them and they were okay. But this week I'm like, oh, I know what I'm doing, and I. I pickled them. I, I Did you? You're like pickling. I am pickling these things. That yeah. and a red <laughs> onion and a bunch of spices. I'm telling you, Annie. Wow. I could I could sell this jar at a farmer's market. One jar in a stand, $1,000. And people would not. <laughs> there would be such demand. 
They wouldn't even the, blink about it. It's so good. I thought about not telling the others in the house about it and sitting down at lunch yesterday. Your wife eating. is a lawyer. I would never do something like that. I would not either because she's also a really good person who deserves to have delicious things. And so I will share. But I'm telling you. <laughs> What I thought was the beginning of beginning and end of pickling with, you know, let's let's make some pickles. Oh, sure. We've, oh, we've blown just, past that. Okra destroying yeah. it. It's the best. Anyhow. So, you know, I your would, wife I, and I I'm are sure. now on a um, she has taught me to check books. Well, not books out of the library. I learned that in elementary school. She's taught me to check cookbooks out of the library. Oh, man. Brianna is the best. I don't want to talk about her too much. but She is the best. <laughs> She has the most practical way to live life. And it makes me so happy because why would you own? Right. So you're checking books out of the library. Tell me more. Yeah. Checking cookbooks out of the library. Oh, we just Cook talked about it yesterday where right. I was like, it, where she, I have been singing the praises of half-baked harvest cookbook. And yeah. she said, Bree said that she and Lucy just checked that out of the library. And I was like, it Oh, I should be. And so I got on my library website and I just dialed up a couple. I'm really going to do it today. I just looked at them last night. I'm going to check them out today. Because I think it's a best, I think it's the best test drive. Unless there's somebody, yes. you know, like this is hundred percent. You don't know if you want to commit to a whole cook. Now I know some people love collecting and reading cookbooks, but for an average person that generally is just trying to make some recipes, like what a brilliant, I think it's just such a, a good idea. And so I see, I see that cookbook on the kitchen. And counter. I do it's love morning. reading cookbooks, but I also love reading other books that I check out of the library and return to the library. Like it's brilliant. Totally. How have I not thought about, I mean, I am, I am beside myself. That is one of my top, I mean, I have four things on my to-do list today. And mm -hmm. one of them is make sure I check out a cookbook from the library. Oh, that is exciting. I think it's a that's great right. idea. Yeah. That's and great. if you love it, you, then you buy it to support the That's author, right. do the thing, but you don't actually know because different people, it's not like, you know, if you're not dogging the author, it's just people have different tastes. Maybe it's just didn't no. work for you. But, but I, I already purchased the one she just yeah. checked out, the Half-Baked Harvest. I purchased that one on Amazon this week because I cooked, I borrowed it from a friend last weekend. Did we already talk about yeah. this? I borrowed it from a friend and I sure. cooked three things out of it. And then I was like, buying. Yeah. That, no, that's how you know, because then those recipes are it was like, uh, what was my favorite? Oh, Chef Chloe's Kitchen. We were vegan for a couple of years and are not anymore. Vegan. I actually have forgotten about that, but you were. Yeah, for a couple of years um, yeah. and are not. And are, but I would say are still generally and fluctuating between 50 and 80% vegan. Anyway, which is, means not vegan, but general. But this cookbook, once you taste the cinnamon rolls, you're like, I will now buy everything you have ever <laughs> heard. <laughs> Because when you do a cinnamon roll recipe like that, uh -huh. I mean, these are like Christmas, these are like Christmas morning cinnamon rolls, yes. you know, like, um, yeah. So it was that you just buy that. Tell me what made y'all switch back from vegan to meat eater. I don't know. It was not, it wasn't a huge, I think it was like a slow, it was a slow, uh, it was a slow curve. It was also, I think it was having kids and needing to introduce or wanting to introduce more protein into the diet. I, I don't really know. It was a, it was, it was also probably eating a chicken wing and going like, Oh, that's right. That's yes, right. Yes. <laughs> ah, yes. That's the best food in the world. Oh, I was ah, vegetarian for gooder. yes <laughs> a year and a half, almost two years. I was vegetarian. Mm -hmm. And toward the end, I started bruising really badly. 
And oh. and the thing about vegan and vegetarian is is y- you actually have to think more about what you take in, not less. And I thought, right. oh, this is going to be easy. All I have to do is think vegetables, not meat. Mm-hmm. And and the problem with that is you if you d- you actually can think less when you're eating meats and things because you're getting enough protein and iron and all that stuff. But if you're just eating vegetarian or vegan, you have to like, do I have enough fill in the blank? Do I have right. enough fill in the blank? You know, like, does that make well, sense? Especially, it does. And especially for an American diet, because there are some countries in the world, like in India, where it is much easier to eat vegetarian. So on a typical buffet, there's two full buffets. One is fully vegetarian, one's fully. But we we don't have like a culture as much that's vegetarian yet. Tw- Twenty years ago versus now, it was unthinkable. I mean, we were just hearing the word organic. People were just kind of waking right. up to that, and now it's really right. possible to have a lot of good vegetarian and vegan and really just plant based options that are. Yeah. I mean, I went out with some buddies last night and got had a burger, and it was the Beyond Burger because it was like, why not? It's right there. Yes. Yeah, I, I eat. I don't eat a lot of meat at all. I'm very much more plant-based than I am meat-based. But when I, I can fit now, I mean, here's the beauty of our bodies. My gosh, I'm so grateful. I mean, I can, if I am listening to my body, my body will tell me whether it's through bruising or whether it's through what I'm craving that I need more iron and I need more protein in my life. I'm like, I should probably eat fill in the blank, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I, the strange (laughs) thing is, uh, I had a joke and then I paused it and now I want to oh, come sure. back and say it, but I didn't oh, want to be rude because you're sharing a real, real thing, but I didn't want to just be funny. Oh, so that's sure. what happened. Well, now, is now I've got it. Thank you. So then what I ended up doing was making it all much worse by not having a normal reaction <laughs> and going, yeah, <laughs> cool. And I was kind of like, oh, sorry. I, sorry. Oh, sorry. I bored you. Sorry. I yeah. thought of a joke. I didn't want to be rude. And then I short circuited fully. Sure. So here's what I will say. Uh, I also have gotten a little bit of bruising sometimes when I go less plant-based and strangely right arm, it's your signature it bruises. And it says, Annie Oh Downs. my gosh. <laughs> I worked that hard yeah, for my, that junk. <laughs> my handwriting tattoo is actually a signaler to you. I got it. You're, I look at it. I'm like, I gotta, I gotta find a chicken. Uh, I gotta, I gotta eat. Yeah, I think we did it. Like, hold on. Where are we at on time? Because we don't have the same clock that we normally use. So yeah, we don't have any up. idea. We could have gone 30 minutes over or we could be at 20 minutes. I don't I genuinely have no idea. I think we're I think we're right at it. Um, hey, but can okay. I tell you one more thing? My list it podcast with Jesse Carey came out today. Mm. So people should go listen where Eddie and I not Eddie and I, but always we joke around. Jesse and I talk yes. about my fa- I make him rank my favorite Food Network stars, and he makes me rank his favorite HGTV stars. Oh, I cannot wait. And Annie, I, I don't want to make this about me, but I do. Just keep listening to Jesse's show. Make sure <gasps> you're You recorded one. No, 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 Annie, please. I don't want to. Oh. This is Jesse's show. No. Um, but what did you, what, did, what was y'all's topic? What was your list? We have not recorded yet, but we are in the process of figuring it out. And I am. Okay, deep, great deeply excited so we sh- everybody is already i'm sure subscribed listen to jesse's show but uh and then annie's on it today and then uh yeah, but go I'm ahead very... and subscribe because mine's funny and eddie's will be funnier coming down the pipe pipe or pike 
That's a thing. I, I think it's both. Coming down the pipe makes sense. Coming down right. the pike does not. But I think that's what's actually right. Yeah. And I don't know what it means. I do believe it's pike. But I know yeah. of a pipe more What's better. a pike? Oh, Lord. Yeah, because I'm Googling it. Because, oh, in the course of a... Yeah. Okay. Wow. This is too long for us to sort out here. But yeah, a lot of people say coming down the pipe... Because when you say things are in a pipeline. Yeah. Well, <laughs> there, well everybody, you just ruminate I, on that over the weekend. Yeah, that's what Let's we're going to leave you Let's try to get on with. Tuesday and hope for Let's better technology. To... Though it worked out fine in the long run, really. Except for producer Chad, who's a hero without a cape. We're grateful for him sorting this out for us. Not, yeah, not all heroes wear capes. One that's of them is right. Chad. Yeah, Annie, that's right. thanks for sticking with it today, buddy. Yeah, buddy. Have a great weekend. Thanks, you too. Hold on. I messed up the ending. That was like a weird, you... like we ended, but we didn't end yeah. the show. Wow. Oh, wow. Hold on. Let's try Friends. it again. Hold on. A, I'm going to no, do no. it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. Well, not all producers Friends. wear capes. Friends, go out and have a great weekend and wash your hands. And we'll see you back here on Tuesday. Bye, buddies. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Now they're going to know we're clones. Oh, the dance is just way off. Okay, we're done. <laughs>